Welcome once again to another edition of the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And we want to welcome you again to another uh, another episode of the podcast. And um, I want to remind the listeners that if you would like to listen to previous episodes, you can go to the House of Jacob Bible Study Classes website, which is thehouseofjacob.org, thehouseofjacob.org. Or you can go to our Podbean page, which is hojbible.podbean.com, hojbible.podbean.com. And on today's uh, podcast, we have uh, we have the usual cast. We have Brother Benaya and we have Brother Ahissamak on this podcast today. And what we're going to deal with today is um, we're going to deal with the, the actual title is trying to be special. Trying to be special. And um, we're going to look at, you know, trying to be special, trying to do things, you know, your own way and go by the beat of your own drum. That may work when you're dealing with carnal things. That may work, you know, uh, and things, con- you know, concerning, you know, this life. But when it comes to serving God, you got to be careful about trying to stand out and trying to be special. Because a lot of times what that does is it causes you to go against the word of God. And so we're going to look at this because what we need to focus on as servants of God is, is not trying to be special, but we just need to focus on trying to be obedient to the word of God. And the, and the book is, is filled with examples of, of people who, you know, trying to do things their own way, you know, instead of doing what thus say the Lord, they're going to do it their own way. They're going to put their own little special spin on it. And uh, in turn, they're going to end up displeasing God. They're going to end up going against the word of God. So this is something that, you know, it creeps in because of pride and um, other things, uh, you know, being puffed up and all of that. All of this causes people to start to try to do things that make them stand out when really it ain't about that. It's just about being obedient and letting the Lord put you in a position that he wants you to be in. Uh, but we're going to start this off, Brother Benaya. Uh He's going to start off this podcast in 1 Kings 11 and verse 29. And um, I'm going to go ahead and read for you, brother. All right, great. Yeah, so we're going to start off, as you said, in 1 Kings 11 and 29. And what we're reading about right now is after, uh, after dealing with Solomon and how we know that Solomon was dealing with strange women and those, uh, those multiple uh, those multiple wives, those that actually drove his heart from the word of God, from the Lord. And the Lord had a prophet come to another by the name of Jeroboam. And we're going to see that the Lord is going to place something in Jeroboam's hand. But we also going to see what Jeroboam starts doing in his in his thing of trying to be special, trying to be the uh, the the special snowflake. So let's go to first Kings 11 and let's pick it up at verse twenty nine. And it came to pass at that time when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem that the prophet Ahijah 
the Shilonite found him in the way, and he had clad himself with a new garment, and they too were alone in the field. And Ahijah caught the new garment that was on him, and rent it in twelve pieces. And he said to Jeroboam, Take thee ten pieces, for thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and will give ten tribes to thee. But he shall have one tribe for my servant David's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. So right here, we can see that the Lord has placed something in Jeroboam's hand. And what the Lord gives, can't nobody take away. But let's see what Jeroboam is going to do uh, because of fear and to kind of stand out. Uh, something that he's going to do before the people, which is actually going to become sin to himself and to the people. So let's go to 1 Kings 12 and let's pick this up at verse 25. Then Jeroboam built Shechem and Mount Ephraim. And dwelt therein, and went out from thence, and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. If this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah. And they shall kill me, and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So what we're reading about is, there's a commandment dealing with the children of Israel, how they were supposed to come to Jerusalem uh, for the feast, uh, things of that nature, and do sacrifice to the Lord. Now, the Lord has given Jeroboam ten tribes. It's something that the Lord has given him. But now he's getting scared because the people have, because the Lord gave a commandment. Now, if the Lord gave something to you, if the people keeping the commandments of the Lord, the Lord ain't finna take it from you, but he's scared. And we're going to see what he does in his in his fear, and we're going to see what he do to stand out and show people that he different. But he's getting scared saying if the people go back to uh, to Jerusalem, they're going to turn from him. But let's see what he does uh, due to his fear. Let's see what he does to stand out and to draw the people away. Let's go ahead uh, to verse, verse 28. 28. Whereupon the king took counsel. And made two calves of gold and said unto them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Oh, uh, so now he, he going to be special. Hey, these, these, yo, we doing something different over here. Y'all ain't even got to go. Y'all done left the, you done, you done left Judah. Because all the, the children of Israel, they came to uh, Rehoboam. And Rehoboam did some things that drew the people, that pushed the people away from him. And not only that, the Lord uh, had already given 10 tribes to Jeroboam. But what ends up happening, he's doing, trying to do something to make him stand out as a, as a furthermore. Y'all don't need to go deal with them. And besides that, we got this over here, trying to be special. Go ahead. And he set the one in Bethel and the other put he in Dan. And this thing became a sin, for the people went to worship before the one, even unto Dan. So he doing something to stand out, stand apart from what he really supposed to be dealing with, which is the true and living God. The true and living God then gave him something. But in his fear 
And in his desire to be something different, he's setting up these idols. And that became a sin to him, not only himself, but to the people. Go ahead. Verse 31, and he made an house of high places and made priests of the lowest of the people, which were not of the sons of Levi. And Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month on the 15th day of the month, like unto the feast that is in Judah. And he offered upon the altar, so did he in Bethel, sacrificing unto the calves that he had made. And he placed in, in, in Bethel the priest of the high places which he had made. So he done made him some priest of people who were not of the tribe that were supposed to be the priest, which were the tribe of Levi. He done made some priest. He done made a feast. He done did all these things to show to be different for the purpose of keeping the people from going to do what they were supposed to do, which was serve God. So he done did all these things to be different. But what did it say? It said this thing became sin. In our sight of the Lord, the things that he chose to do, it said this thing became sin that they did. So in trying to be special, you can go off into doing things that is sin that's against the word of God because you're trying to stand out. Not just not just trying to stand out for some sort of vain glory, but trying to stand out. Some people try to stand out because of, of, of fear. Some people try to do stuff different because they're afraid of of what may happen if they if they go with with the status quo so we can see an example right here of this yeah. person right and and um if he had really believed the word of the lord he he, he wouldn't even had to do all of that he, he wouldn't have did that the lord gave the 10 tribes to him mm -hmm. he already gave he told him he told him he was giving it giving them to him mm-hmm only thing he had to do was was do what the Lord commanded him to do was to walk before him and be right. Mm -hmm. All he had to do was walk in righteousness. He didn't have to go and make a whole nother feast day. He didn't have to set up these false gods. All he had to do was deal with righteousness and it would have been fine. But in his fear, he ain't thinking about that. Because fear, fear done took a hold of him, and now he ain't thinking straight. And now all he's thinking is, man, I got to do something. You got to do something more than what the Lord told you to do. The Lord told you to do something real simple, but that ain't that ain't good enough. No, nah, I got to do something else, you know, because, you know, you know, forget the fact that the Lord done, done, gave it, done, done delivered this into my hands. I, I got to do, do something else to, just to make sure. And this is this is what happens when you start trying to you start trying to do extra extra instead of just doing what thus say the Lord, you can end up doing something that becomes sin. And this is what he did. And then he caused the people to sin because he was the king. So he caused them to sin because they worshipped them calves them that he set up. You know they was they was dealing with this with this feast day. That, that that he set up, you know. Then he set up priests who wasn't after who wasn't after the, the tribe of Levi, and, and none of that he really had to do at all. But again, when we get caught up in trying to help help God out instead of Him helping us, mm -hmm. when we get caught up in trying to help Him, then that's mm -hmm. what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, you it's a slippery slope. You start to slide down the razor blade of sin because you ain't understanding that what you doing trying to trying to be different trying to be special it ain't helping you it, mm -hmm. it's, it's only it's only it's causing you to sin 
But um, let's go to uh, Brother Benai. Did you have anything else on that scripture? No, nah, that's it. We pretty much uh, we right in line with each other that uh, that he's trying to do something extra. Not and it's, it was brought on by fear, but he trying to do something extra, trying to stand out, and it done became sin in the sight of the Lord. Yes, sir. So let's go to Esther. Let's go to Esther, the first chapter. And uh, we're going to look at something here. We're going we gonna to look at King Ahasuerus. Uh, and we're going to look at how, you know, the queen, which was Vashti, how her actions, <clears throat> you know, just set off a whole lot of, they were out of order, basically. Her actions was out of order. But. What the king was doing wasn't good enough. She had to go and, and and try to be do. She had to try to outdo the king. She had she had to be special instead of just going with the proper order. So we go to Esther the first chapter, and uh, Ahisamak, could you start at verse five, brother? For me, Esther the first chapter, and we're gonna pick it up at verse five. Yes, sir. And when these days were expired, the king made a feast unto all the people that were present in Shushan, the palace, both great and small, seven days in the court of the garden of the king's palace, where were white, green, and blue hangings fastened with cords of fine linen and purple to silver rings and pillars of marble. The beds were of gold and silver upon a pavement of red and blue and white and black and marble. So now, so he's setting this feast up for the people. Um, and it's elaborate. You know, he, he's, he's got all these beautiful uh, hangings and marble and, and all of this. Setting it up for the people, right? Skip down to verse 9. Also, Vasti the queen made a feast for the women in the royal house. Which belongs to King Ahasuerus. Now, you know, when you first look at this, you may not think, well, well, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with it is that the king made a feast for all the people. So why is it that the queen, who is, who, who is the queen, not in line with the king? Mm -hmm. Why is she doing something separate now she gonna make her own little special thing for the women in the royal house but the king had made this beautiful feast for all the people that was present in shushan so why 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 do this you know what's the point you're trying to prove keep reading brother verse 10 on the seventh day when the heart of the king was married with wine he commanded Mehuman, Bizdah, Habronah, Bigthah, Agabatha, Zithar, and Carcass, the seven chamberlain that served in the presence of Ahasuerus the king, to bring Vashti the queen before the king with the royal crown to show the people and the princess her beauty. For she was fair to look on. So now we looking at, now here's a hazardous. 
He like, hey, man, you know, it's the seventh day of the feast. Hey, bring my wife so I can. Now he's going to exalt his wife in front of all the people. But her man, her man, she don't even care about that because her man is her man is on some. Her man is really on on some on some foolishness, but here it is. He he looking for him, his 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 queen, so he can so he can show everybody how beautiful his queen is, and 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 set her up so the people can see her. Go ahead. Verse twelve. But the queen vastly refused to come to the king, come at the king's commandment by his chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth, and his anger burned in him. See now, now, now she refused. She said, "She no, nah, I ain't coming." Now, how can that be? Now, this is the king. In his mind, he's only trying to show her beauty to the people, but it all started because in her, you, you you see where it all started at when he made his feast for the, all the people. She had to go make her a feast just for the women. So now it's already you, you already seeing a division that, that that she got in her mind. She gotta outdo the king or she she gotta do something special. And this this is what happens in in a lot of marriages. Um you know, uh one person feel like that they gotta outdo the other person when it ain't no competition. We supposed to be working together. We supposed to be on one accord. So why when I do something you gotta, you gotta go try to, you know, you go, you gonna try to, you know, up one me, you or I gotta go try to up one you mm -hmm. instead of us being one unit. Mm -hmm. But this is the queen. This absolutely shouldn't be. So now the king is upset because hey, she's saying that uh, she ain't coming. So skip down to verse sixteen. And Meechum answered before the king and the princess, Vasti the queen hath not done wrong to the king only, but also to all the princes and to all the people that are in the all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus. So now, you know, this may seem, this may seem right looking at this like this is maybe a little bit, you know, over the top. He say not only is she, you know, the queen done wrong to the king, but to all the people that are in all the provinces. But he's going to tell them why. Verse 17. For this deed of the queen shall come abroad unto all women, so that they shall despise their husbands in their eyes. When it shall be reported, the king Ahasuerus commanded Vashti the queen to be brought in before him, but she came not. And this is how, this is how things start. He said, because listen, once this gets in the, in, in the ears of, of the other women, hey, they they gonna feel empowered to, mm -hmm. to their husbands gonna be despising their ass because they seen the queen do that to the king. How much more empowered are they gonna feel to despise, you know, to do that to their own husband, to their own husbands? So he's letting them know, man, this is gonna be a problem. And this is how chaos, this is how disorder, uh disorder, this is how discord, this all this happens because somebody that's in a position of power or authority decides that they're going to rebel. Mm -hmm. and, and in this instance, it's the king, it's the queen, Queen Vashti, uh, rebelling against Ahasuerus, uh, the king. But that's how it starts. And he's mm -hmm. like, listen, man, this is going to be a problem. Now, you know, something got to get done. Go ahead. 
Likewise, shall the ladies of Persia and Media say this day unto all the king's princes, which have heard of the deed of the queen, thus shall there arise too much contempt and wrath. See, see, look, he say, look, the ladies that are, the ladies of Persia and Media, hey, they're going to say it to the king's princes, hey, it's going to arise too much contempt and wrath. Because, all because the queen felt like she was going to do something different. She was going to hold her own personal feast for her and the ladies. Because what the king was doing, that wasn't good enough. She had to top that. And then to add insult to injury, when he, when the king said, hey, man, bring my wife up so I can, so I can, so that all the people could see her beauty, she wouldn't even come. On top of doing that already now, she, she's going to rebel against the king. He the ruler of the whole, he the ruler of the land. She, no, nah, I ain't coming. You know, hey, you may think some sisters may think that hey, you showing you 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 empowered, but this is what happens. This is what happens in the household when you get this going on. Then you get marriages where you got all this friction because you might have a, you might have a woman that believes that this how she's supposed to be. That this you know she ain't gotta listen to her husband. She ain't gotta be in subjection to her husband. Even though the book tell, tell a woman, man, she's she supposed to. Man is the head. The husband is the head of the household. The man is mm -hmm. the head. So how is it that all of a sudden you could just you could just disregard whatever he's saying? And and the hazardous mm -hmm. didn't even have no evil intentions. His intentions was just to do something nice for the people. And then, hey, show his wife off. She was beautiful. You know, what man don't want to do that when he got a beautiful woman? Yeah, he wants you to know. Hey, you know, this is this is this is my wife. But she couldn't see she couldn't see all of that because she was too busy being rebellious. Mm -hmm. She was too busy doing her thing. This is for the ladies. What verse you at? Um, verse 19. Go ahead. If it please the king, let there go a royal commandment from him. And let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes, that it be not altered, that vastly come no more before the king Ahasuerus, and let the king give her royal estate unto another that is better than she. Now that may seem harsh, but hey, you dishonoring the king, you don't you you, you want to do your own thing? They say, well, hey, let's let's make it let's make it a royal decree. Let's 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 make it a law. Hey. Let her let her royal estate be given to another that is better than she, because what she was showing was that she wasn't worthy of that. Go ahead. And when the king's decree, which he shall make, shall be published throughout all his empire, for it is great. All the wives shall give to their husbands honor, both to great and small. And they said, now when this when this go out. Then all then then why they they gonna give honor to their husbands because they gonna know the right way that this is what's gonna set it right once this once this royal commandment go out and they see that hey Vashti's royal estate was taken from her then they gonna know that hey this ain't the way to go and this and this is how you get rid of this is how you get rid of discord and this is how you get rid of uh, foolishness. You, you got to set an example. 
when you set an example and you show this is what happens, then people, if they're smart, they start to fall back. They're going to fall off their position. That's why the Lord had people stones. People don't understand, like, man, well, you know, why, why did God have all these people stoned and their families and all that? Because it was to set an example. So everybody know that the wages of sin is death. This is what happened when you sin. And this is this is what this is what was going on here. But this this was because she just felt that she was just gonna do something, she was gonna do her own thing. And this ain't good. This is not good. Uh reverse uh did you read verse t verse twenty? Yes, I did. That's good. So we, we just looking at again. You know, we, we looking at here, here you go, you got the queen basically rebelling against the king, rebelling against the ruler of the land because she want to do something. She want to be, she want to, you know, uh, uh, do something, do something more than what he was already doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She want to be different. She want to be special. I guess she wasn't special. It wasn't special enough. So, you know, she took it upon herself to do, do something, do things her own way. And this is what we can't do. Whether you in a marriage, whether we talking about in the structure of the of the church, you know you can't do this. You know it, it's an order. You know the the bishop, that he the pastor, hey, he is in charge. He run he 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 is in charge of running that administration. You know it ain't it ain't no it shouldn't be that other people are trying to assert his authority. He he is in charge. The elders. The elders I put in place to help the pastor run the administration. They make decisions. They 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 make up how the administration. They make, they make determinations on how it's going to be run. And without their order, it would be one hundred percent chaos. And some people don't understand that. You got brothers and sisters, you know, who feel like they just going to do whatever they want to do. They want to do stuff their own way. And they don't want to honor the people that the Lord has set up to run the administration. The Lord set up their pastor. If the brother's preaching the word of God and that brother's dealing with the, uh, the commandments of God, he dealing with Christ Jesus, he, 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 dealing with, he dealing with the book, how the Lord say, and the Lord set him up. Hey, man, you got to give the book tell you get, uh, uh, elders get double honor. So you can't just take it upon yourself to do things your own way because you want to be special, because you want to be seen, because you want people to pay you some attention. You know, if you need attention, go get a dog or a cat and they'll pay you all the attention you need because we got to get off of that. You know, and it's the same thing with a marriage. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, ain't no competition. It's, it's us working together. If I benefit, you benefit. If you benefit, I benefit. The kids benefit. We all in it together, but when you don't have that, and we don't have that mentality, that's when all this division come in. Mm -hmm. That's that, that's that's when all this competition, when it shouldn't even be no competition, come in, and that's when things start to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And it don't matter if it's if it's one of the common people, and well, in this case, this this was all the way at the top. This this was the queen and the king, mm -hmm. and the queen wanting to be better than the, she want to be special. She want, she want to do more than what the king did. So it's something we got to really look at. But now, Brother Hissamack, you got a scripture. 
Yeah, definitely, man. And and, and I definitely want to piggyback on um, what you were saying, especially with administrations and, you know, um, how sometimes we, um, you know, start to get into something. We start to compare ourselves among ourselves. And I, and I talk to you about it a lot. And I talk to uh, the brothers. I talk to it, too, uh, uh, with... Uh, one of my good friends in the word, and she know who she is, man. But we talk about this all the time, man. Uh, so I want to go to Second uh, Corinthians, the tenth chapter. Second uh, Corinthians, the tenth chapter, and we just hit for a couple of verses. But to me, this is a huge problem because everybody think they somebody. <laughs> and really, yeah. man, like I think I'm trash, man. <laughs> just because the gift of that Christ gave me, man, I can't never pay it back, bro. And I, I can't do enough labor, enough anything to pay that back. And I think this is sometimes, man, people start to do these things and trying to be special, doing too much. And um, right here, man, we're going we gonna to see uh, 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 how the brother talk about this. Um, this is um, 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter and verse 12. And uh, Brother Benaiah, if you can, can you read that for me, brother? It's verse 12 of verse, uh, yeah, uh, second Corinthians, the 10th chapter, and uh, verse 12. Oh, is it uh, is it first? I might, I might, I might have sent that wrong. No, it's it's second Corinthians, it's second. okay, okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure, yeah, all right, okay, second Corinthians, the 10th chapter, and verse 12. Brother Benai, when you get it, go ahead, brother. For we dare not make ourselves of the number. I compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. And see, this is key to me. Like whatever God gave a brother, a sister, an administration, a gift, whatever, to me is for the edifying of the body of Christ. So your gift's supposed to be my gift, my gift, your gift. We all supposed to be edifying one body, building and growing towards eternal life and salvation for all of us as a whole. You know, when you start comparing yourselves, and then that's when envy and jealousy and hate and all these other things creep in because you're trying to be more than who you are or you looking and desiring somebody else's gift, not being grateful for what God give you. And it's not wise. It's not wise. It's not what we're supposed to be doing. If we, these are perilous times. In <laughs> a lot of times, what we're supposed to be working together, building up, becoming stronger, becoming a, a, a better example for the stranger, the non-believer, and strengthening the body of Christ. But we got to really work on that. Verse 13, go ahead, brother. But we will not boast, our, boast of things without our measure. But according to the measure of the rule which God hath distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you. Uh-huh. Keep reading, for, brother. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure, as though we reached not unto you. For we are come as far as you also in preaching the gospel of Christ. Uh-huh. Keep reading. Not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other man's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. And and this is what we got to really kind of think about more and more. I don't try to overdo 
the elder brothers or the teacher or the pastor or murmuring behind his back or talking against the administration. I stay in my lane because I ain't trying to stand down the wrong way because what God told me is obey my voice. Listen to what I tell you. So I read this book and listen to what the Lord tells me. And if the Lord say, hey, man, you stay in your lane, you, like like the old folks used to tell you when you was stepping outside your, your pocket, stay in the child's place. This grown folks business. And I find that more and more people are trying to stand out and do those things outside of their ramp. I say it all the time. That's above your pay grade. And I understand that, hey, man, God then gave us gifts. He gave us abilities. He gave us things that we need to do. We need to fall in line and wait on our time. You need to fall in line and be patient wherever you at and be content. Because once you go into trying to boast yourself or trying to compare yourself among yourselves, that's when you start looking not inward at yourself. You start looking outward and pointing the fingers. And you accuse and you be uh, more of a harm than a help to the ministry of God. Yes, sir. Uh, absolutely, man. I mean, and I mean, we, we all know we all have seen people, you know, um, just get caught up in that. You know what I'm saying? Get caught up in who the best teacher is and uh, who know more. I know more than you. And, you know, just all, you know. All of this th thing, things that you would assume that uh, um, on the outside you would assume that service of God don't do, but hey, it, it, it's all it, it's it's ego. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know, just because you know you come into the to the knowledge of the truth, don't mean you gotta eat. Don't mean that your ego go away. Mm -hmm. You know, you 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 gotta mortify your members. You know what I'm saying? You gotta kill that old man. And that's what we don't understand, because if you had an ego and you was arrogant, uh, when you come to the knowledge of the truth, you still got an ego and you still arrogant. Mm -hmm. um, if you think you all that before you came to the knowledge of the truth, you think you the finest thing ever, you know what I'm saying? Like $200 bottle of wine, you just so fine. Yeah, you come to the knowledge of the truth, you still going to think that, mm -hmm. you know. But it's, it's when we come to the understanding that we got to have humility. We got to humble ourselves. Whatever whatever you think about yourself, that shouldn't overtake your rational thinking according to the word of God. That shouldn't carry you outside of the word of God. You know, it's okay to be confident. You know, it's okay to uh, think highly of yourself. Um, ain't nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, once you allow that to puff you up, once you allow that pride to set in and now all of a sudden, you trying to go out of your way to stand out and to be different when you dealing with this ministry, then that's when the error starts happening. That's when things, you start to do things that's going to become sin. Like Brother Benaiah read earlier. You know what I'm saying? Jeroboam already had the 10 tribes. The Lord he gave, gave the 10 tribes. All he had to do was just continue on with what the righteous kings had done before him. Uh, which was keep the commandments of God. That's all he had to do, and 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 lead the people in the right way to keep the keep the commandments of God, like uh, David was doing, you know, and and for a time, like Solomon was doing for a time, a period of time. Hey, but instead, he let his fear, he let his that carnal fear set in, 
And now he said, oh, no, I got to do something because the people going to turn back to, you know, they're going to turn back to Judah and then they're going to kill me. So the first thing he do, hey, get rid of the priests who the Lord set up to be priests. Now you're going to make, make you a couple of, a couple of gods instead of telling the people, hey, serve the God of your fathers. Serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You, you set up you some gods and then set up your own feast day. You know what I'm saying? So, but all of that wasn't even necessary. But in his mind, he had to be different. He had to stand out. But in but in that, it became sin. And so this is this is this is what Paul is talking about, man. Look, we ain't got to be walking around here puffing ourselves up and exalting ourselves, you know, above any anybody else or any other administration, man. All we got to do is do what thus say the Lord. Mm -hmm. Whatever 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 the most high got for us to do in the ministry, we we got to do it and, and do it to the best of our ability. We we this ain't no competition. Mm -hmm. And uh this is you know, this is what happens when you're trying to be special. Because when you try to be special, then things start coming out your mouth that shouldn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now you're saying something, you're saying stuff you shouldn't say. You're doing things you shouldn't be doing. Because mm -hmm. you you trying so hard to be seen. Um, brother, any uh, any one of y'all got another scripture you want to go to? Kind of piggyback off this? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dealing with being special and how how we can't compare ourselves with ourselves let's go to numbers because we're going to see number 16 actually uh 16 and we can pick it up at verse one because what we're going to see is some people who are looking at moses you know because this is when we talk about comparing ourselves with ourselves you're talking about looking at the congregation and back at this time israel is the congregation and you have some people within israel looking at moses comparing themselves with him and they're about to say some things that's going to get them in trouble mm -hmm. now let's pick this up at uh, number 16 and let's pick it up at verse 1 and brother Obi when you get there please read now Korah the son of Izar the son of Kohath the son of Levi and Dathan and Abiram the sons of Eliab and On the son of Peleth son of Reuben, took men. And they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Wherefore, then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. So now the Lord has chosen Moses and given him his position within the church. And these men are coming, trying to cast him down. Just like I, it's a, one brother who we know, of, brother, brother, Asa, brother Asa. He always used that scripture, how people want to cast the Lord down from his excellency. So when you have people who serve in the Lord, men will want to cast those men down from their excellency and try to lift themselves up and make themselves be the special one. So they're trying to bring Moses down and say all the congregation is special. Go ahead. And when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. And he spake unto Korah and to all his company, saying, 
even tomorrow the Lord will show, show who are his and who is holy and will cause him to come near unto him. Even him whom he have chosen will he cause to come near unto him. Uh-huh. This do take your censers, Korah, and all his company. So the Lord is, so Moses is saying that the Lord is going to make a difference. He done fell on his face before these men, showing extreme humility. He done fell on his face before them. And now he's letting them know, hey, you done said something wrong. Now let's skip down to verse 30. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them, and they go down quick into the pit, then you shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. Them and trying to make themselves special. Moses letting them know that they done provoked the Lord, that, that we're going to see. He's saying we're going to see because Moses know that they done provoked the Lord. But he's saying he's letting the people know if the earth do something different and swallow them up, then you're going to know that they provoked the Lord. And. And if you go back and read, you can see how Moses says, if these men die a common death of all men, then, then what I said ain't right. The Lord didn't send me. But if the Lord make a new thing and the earth open up her mouth and swallow them up and all that appertaineth unto them and they go down quick, then you shall know that they have provoked the Lord trying to make themselves be special. So trying to make themselves be special, comparing themselves with themselves, others in the congregation, they may have provoked the Lord uh, to anger. And we're going to see if they did mm -hmm. provoke the Lord to anger. Verse 31. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground clave asunder that was under them. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up. And their houses and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods. They and all their, that appertained to them went down alive into the pit. And the earth closed upon them, and they perished from among the congregation. And all Israel that were round about them fled at the cry of them, for they said, lest the earth swallow us up also. So now the other people who are around understand that these men have done evil in the sight of the Lord. And now they're trying to get away because, you know, a hammer, a hammer don't hit just a pinpoint spot. A hammer has some residual effects for that which is around it. So the people trying to get away from the hammer of the Lord. The Lord done opened up the earth and killed these men because they lifting themselves up trying to show that they special too. And what we dealing with is they comparing themselves just like Brother Hissamak read over there in that second in that uh, second Corinthians. How we can't be comparing ourselves with ourselves. It's unwise. They sitting there comparing themselves with Moses, which isn't wise. Not only are they comparing themselves with Moses, they trying to lift themselves up to be special. And in them trying to show how special they are, the Lord has killed them. And and this this again, th this is going back to them not even uh, them not even having any any uh pride in the job that they had you know what i'm saying and, and we didn't read it but just just you know moses told Korah, hey man you know the lord separated uh uh leave he separated levi he separated you from the congregation uh to bring you near unto himself to do the service service of the tabernacle um but he said hey man but it, it, it that's that's a small thing to you because which now what you talking about is is you want the priesthood i'm paraphrasing i'm not i'm not 
reading it directly. Yeah, you I'm you about right though. You about right. But, uh, he said, "Man, you want the priesthood too? So now it ain't good enough that you got a job. Your whole family, you know, do, Levi is 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 who the Lord chose to to do to do the uh, uh, to minister to the people and bring him near to himself. You gotta have a you gotta have a priesthood too. And, and this is what happens again. You know, when you compare yourself to each other, you know what I'm saying. And and now you looking at what this other brother doing." Or what this other sister doing, and now you upset. Now, now, now you gonna get your crew together, which is what happened. Now they go, they go and get some some famous men. They don't go get no scrubs, you know. They don't get no, you know. They go, they go get some. <laughs> they go, cause that's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? If if if, if you gonna, uh, you know, if if if, if you gonna if you gonna rise up, you know, you go get some people that got some rank. You know what I'm saying? You don't get no foot soldiers. You go people get people that got rank, and now we finna now we finna come up on you because people gonna be like, man, all them man, all them dudes, they got rank. They you know they got uh they got pulled because you trying to you trying you trying to take over, but again, trying to be special. Got them and everything that pertain to them. They they houses, families, killed. Trying to trying to do something different. Man, the Lord gave you a job, but you don't want that job. You want your job, and you want the job he gave somebody else to do. Mm-hmm. But that's the same thing happened in the church, happened in the body of Christ. It happens to this day. It's the same thing. Somebody get jealous, or somebody want to do what another person doing, and you ain't even considering the head, man. Maybe the Lord set that person up to do that, and what you doing is, you looking at the individual, but you ain't looking at the God that's behind them, mm-hmm. that's moving them to do this work, mm-hmm. and it's gonna get you hurt, mm-hmm. possibly get you killed, depending on how bad you know. what I'm saying how much, you know, how much you uh, how 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 much you want to pursue it, but this we ain't we ain't supposed to be everybody ain't, everybody ain't supposed to be around here trying to be special and stand out. All we're trying to do is be obedient and do the work of the ministry. You know what I'm saying? Not, not be the not be the top dog. Because that's just out of order. Everybody can't be the top dog. Everybody can't be the boss. Somebody gotta be the one that 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 that, that got the final, that got the final, final say so. Somebody gotta be the head, and then you gotta have you gotta have somebody that's gonna follow the head. That's the way it go. Um, brother Hissamak, you got a scripture, brother, you want to go to? Yes, sir, definitely, man. Um, let's go and look at Matthew, the 20th chapter. And and, and right here, man, it's kind of, you know, it, it's, it's similar. These are the apostles that's walking around with Jesus every day. And again, they're trying to be special. And... I just don't see why, because you got the man who created everything that was created here, and you still trying to show him you doing too much. You just doing too much, and 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 they get their mama involved in this one, man. This is Matthew the twentieth chapter and verse uh, twenty. Uh, I brother, read it for you. Go, when you get it, go ahead, brother. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons, 
worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. Mm -hmm. And he said unto her, what will thou? She said unto him, grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on thy right hand and the other on the left in thy kingdom. Now, she asks some huge. The master, she asking some huge, man. She she think her kids is special. Just because they her kids. That don't mean nothing really to the master. Them your kids. And they might be special to you. But man, you asking some big stuff. Continue reading. Verse 22, brother. But Jesus answered and said, Ye know not what ye ask. Mm -hmm. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of? And to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? Mm -hmm. They say unto him, we are able. Mm -hmm. And he said unto them, Ye shall drink indeed of my cup, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my father. See, even right here, man, Jesus telling like, hey man, they say, Yeah, we able to do that. It sound good. <laughs> it, it really sound good because what Christ had to go through, man, y'all, they probably couldn't handle it. But then even Christ go into saying, it ain't even mine to give. It's the father who got that power to give those to sit on my right hand and my left. They trying to do too much. God was prepping you to do some special, but you want you design some, you know, bigger than that. You want to sit on the right and left hand in the kingdom. You you think that's 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 some huge, and that's something that you really want. And then even then, Mama was like, "Hey, let my son sit on your right and your left hand, doing too much, trying to be special." And even Jesus checked that, like, "Hey, man, that's that ain't mine. That's the father's to give. You know, stay in your lane. That's above your pay grade." And this right. is what I think, man. Most people really don't see this stuff been going on even in Jesus' day. Like we read in Moses was dealing with it. Paul was dealing with it. You think now we ain't dealing with people trying to be special and trying to do too much? It's a problem. Just stay in your lane. Don't try to put on pants that's too big for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't walk in these shoes. It, it's, it's to me what's super important for us to remember as servants is to obey the Lord's voice. To listen to what he tell us to do. Follow your instructions. One plus one is two. Don't go above that. <laughs> Saying right. we ain't master simplicity, how are we gonna, you know, want for bigger things? Right. And that's the you problem. Know, yeah, and it, you know, like uh, you know, they, they remind me, you know, the, I think Mike Tyson was like, yeah, man, everybody got a plan till they get hit. You know, it, it, it sound, <laughs> it sound good. Hey, you ain't, you, hey, you. You ain't you ain't never seen too many boxers come in the ring looking like they knew they was gonna lose. They come in confident, you know. They greased up in the face. They looking mean, but uh, when 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 that when that when that hook connect to the jaw, and and you feel and and you feel the power, and you laid out, you know, eyes rolling back of your head. That man is over with. No matter what the plan was, you know what I'm saying. You thought you was ready, but you wasn't. And uh, this this same thing here, you know, they like, oh yeah, we we could drink a yolk cup, like man, you don't even know what you're talking about, you know, y'all don't know what y'all talking about.
because all you thinking about is this glory. It's the glory. And they and, and, and they mother thinking about all, all she thinking about is the glory that 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 can be had. But look, man, do are you willing to go through the the suffering and go through all the other things to to possibly uh, obtain that that glory? Because it ain't it, it ain't just you know it ain't just for to be handed to you. You know, you ain't you ain't are you willing to suffer? Are you willing to even die? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what the Lord had to do. He had to die. You know what I'm saying? So, man, you you don't know what you you don't know what you you don't know what you asking for. And a lot of times, that's what we do. We bite off more than we can chew. Cause we so we so concerned with glory. You know, we 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 so concerned with you know trying to get all we can get. You know, trying to show you trying to show you special. Trying to show you cut from a different cloth. And you cut from the same cloth uh, everybody else cut from. Mm -hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and and the mentality it has to eventually it got to change. Mm -hmm. You let the Lord exalt you. You let the Lord put you in a position that uh that's that's right for you. You know you might think something. You might think a certain position. You might think a certain uh, thing is right for you, but it might not be. You know what I'm saying? And the Lord, with all his wisdom, hey, he'll hold you back from certain things because he know, hey, this is not right for you. You know, you might, you you can't handle this right here. You know, this 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 will puff you up. And we gonna we gonna look at a uh, we gonna we gonna look at an example. Let's go to uh, let's go to Second Chronicles. Let's go to Second Chronicles, thirty fifth chapter, because we we want to look at uh, uh, an example. Of, you know, hey, the Lord with you, you prospering, but then it take you to a place to where you overstepping your bounds. You, you, you. Now you, you just want to. You doing too much now. Uh, let's go to Second Chronicles thirty five, and we are gonna pick it up at uh, verse twenty. Second Chronicles thirty five and verse twenty, and uh, brother Hissamak, when you get there, brother, could you read it for me? Yes, sir. After all this, when Josiah had prepared the temple, Nico, king of Egypt, came up to fight against Chirchamos by Euphrates, and Josiah went out against him. But he sent ambassadors to him, saying, What have I to do with thee, thou king of Judah? I come not against thee this day, but against the house wherewith I have war. For God commanded me to make haste, forbear thee from meddling with God, who is with me, that he destroy thee not. Now listen, we know we we know that we know the king of Egypt wasn't no serving of the, of the true and living God. We know they serve many gods, but the fact of the matter is. The Lord showed him that this was something for him. This was this was here for him to. Um, this this was there for, for him to have. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know Josiah. Um, you know he had did a good thing, and you know he had you know he had he had started to restore that righteousness in Israel. You know he had this big Passover. You know he had all this going on. And you know the people, you know the people. He was turning the people back 
to doing righteousness. Um, but now he set his eyes for whatever reason on the king of Egypt. And the king of Egypt wasn't even, you know, wasn't even paying attention to, to, to Josiah. And so he told him, he was like, hey, man, he sent ambassadors. So he sent people to him, say, hey, man, what? I don't have, I ain't got no beef with you. You know, um, hey, man, look, I'm warned. I got a beef with the people I'm trying to go to war with. He like, but look, don't. He said, hey, man, for don't do this. He said, you from meddling with God. He said, forbid thee from meddling with God who is with me that he destroyed thee not. So the Lord, I showed him that he was, that this battle was going to be delivered into his hand, you know, and, and, and he knew it was to be so. And he you, he tried to warn him, say, hey, man, don't, don't, don't come messing with me, man, because, hey, man, God done gave me this. Go ahead. Verse 22. Nevertheless, Josiah would not turn his face from him, but disguised himself that he might fight with him and hearken not unto the words of Nico from the mouth of God and came to fight in the valley of Megiddo. Now, see, it said he wouldn't hearken unto the words of Nico from the mouth of God. So obviously, you know, the Lord can speak to anybody. And obviously the Lord put the words in, in Nico's mouth and, and, and had, had the words come out of his mouth to let him know, hey, man, God is with me in this matter, man. Don't meddle with this to even warn him. But, you know, when you feel like, you know, you the, you know, sometimes, man, you know, somebody can come to you, give you some wise counsel. They might not be a person who necessarily, who you consider to be a servant of the most high, but that don't mean the Lord ain't put the words in their mouth to come tell you. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, when you, when you, when your mind, when you, when you got your, your heart set on, you know, doing, doing something, being special or, you know, you, you, you think you, you, you the best, you, you righteous, the most righteous since righteousness was invented, you ain't going to listen. And, and Josiah wouldn't listen. Even though he told him, hey, man, God is with me. He probably said, man, God ain't with you. I'm finna come up and, I, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of you. But the Lord was with him. Mm -hmm. he, was, he, was, he was meddling. He was getting involved in something that the Lord was doing. The Lord's hand was in this, and he should have bagged off. But trying to be, trying to do more, trying to do too much, it's going to cost him. Go ahead. Verse 23. And the archers shot at King Josiah, and the king said to his servants, Have me away, for I am sore wounded. His servants therefore took him out of the chariot and put him in the second chariot that he had. And they brought him to Jerusalem, and he died, and was buried in one of the sepulchres of his fathers. And all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for Josiah. And, and so, th so that's what happened. Uh, he 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 got killed. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know he got killed trying to trying to pursue uh, Nico, which he shouldn't have been doing, because the Lord had something else. The Lord, Lord had his hand in what was going on, obviously, with Nico or whoever he was going up the battle against. And it didn't have nothing to do with Josiah. But Josiah didn't want to listen. And he was like, I'm going to go up anyway. You know, 
and it cost him his life. But again, when you start stepping outside your lane, and now you want to try to now you want to try to do something else, and, and, and you and you want to try to you know uh, exalt yourself, and, and you want to try to uh, be special. And look, man, sometimes you you gotta chill. You know you can't do everything. You can't be the best at everything. You you it, th this is why we got members to the body because everybody got a job, everybody got a position, everybody got something that they have been appointed to do, the service of God. We all got, you know, hey, man, everybody can't be no high priest. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't be no Levite. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody couldn't be a judge. Everybody mm -hmm. everybody couldn't. You had to be, everybody couldn't be no prophet. Mm -hmm. The Lord chose who he chose to do, to do what they were supposed to do, and that was it. Everybody couldn't be king. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was it was by the it was by the election of God, but once you're doing the will of God, you got to be content with doing the will of God, which is what J Josiah should have been been content with. Just be content with doing the will of God, man. Look, you the king, you 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 don't you you don't start keeping you kept the Passover and, and and now you're trying to restore this righteousness to the people, man. That's what you're supposed to do. Not go out and try to conquer all these lands, you know what I'm saying? Or try to, you know, go try to just go and try to uh, bully some kings or whatever. You know, hey, man, the Lord show you what he wants you to do in his time, you know. But because he wanted to be, he wanted to do more than what he was already doing, and he had to find something else to do. And even though he got warned, it cost him his life. And this is, again, what we got to see. Trying to be special ain't always good. Especially when you're going against what something that the Lord set up. No matter if he set it up through somebody who you might deem to be unrighteous or whatever, you don't know every move. The Lord ain't Lord ain't uh, calling you on the phone telling you, hey, man, this is my next move, what I'm going to do. <laughs> ain't happening, man. You just, yeah. you, you just do your job and then... You know, then you then, then you let the Lord reveal to you in this time what else He wants you to do. Yes, sir. Yep. But uh, uh, Benaya, anybody else got anything? We got we got time for one more. Yeah. Uh, if Benaya don't have a scripture, Benaya, you got a scripture? Yeah, we can actually. If you would like to hit on yours, because I know that you seem like you had something. I I love to hear what you had. Yeah, definitely, brother. I got one one more scripture, man. This is Luke, the 18th chapter. Luke, yes, the 18th chapter. And uh, again, this is this is somebody who think they special, got a position, got a title, think they somebody. And, and, and Jesus, Jesus, you know, man, he, he always got something to, 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 to humble somebody. Uh, Luke 18 and verse uh, verse nine. Um, is where we're going to start it out at. You get it, brother? Okay. Go ahead and read. And he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Now, this is how I love this because it started out the gate. You trust in yourself. You think you special and you despise others. Christ, man, to me, he finna let them know something. You think you somebody and you despise others. Go ahead. Verse 10, brother. Two men went up into the temple to pray. The one a Pharisee and the other a publican. Mm -hmm. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank thee 
they have not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week, I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And see, to me, this is what's key. He, the, the Pharisee thought because he had a title, he was paying tithes, he was fasting. He, he, he thought all this stuff that he was somebody special. He thought he was somebody special. The publican, on the other hand, said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Wouldn't even look up, man. Just have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. It shows you the mindset of this public. And it shows you the mindset of this, of, of this Pharisee. We have to really think of ourselves as, man, I ain't nobody. Because even the Lord say, man, hey, man, they thought that he thought he was righteous and despised others. Who are you to judge somebody? Who are you to even think of yourself more than yourself? Like you somebody. Like the world is a better place because you here. Right. Like you made some. You your, know what I'm saying? Your beautiful personality, man. I mean, you know. <laughs> and that's the problem with trying to be more than what you are. You know, right. you had talked about it. Listen, man, if the, the Lord only got you to be work with the feast committee, man, that's what you do. If the Lord, if you make the best pie, make the best pie. You know what I'm saying? If you able to be a good reader, be a good reader. If you sing good, sing good. Stay in your lane. Let the Lord exalt you in his time and in his season. Trying to do too much gets you in trouble. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, it's just this is a good scripture, man, because it, you got one person that on the surface is supposed to be righteous because Pharisees knew the law. Pharisees taught the law. Then you got another person who, a publican who was, you know, not looked at upon highly by, you know, the people. Mm -hmm. But one one had enough humility to at least say, hey, man, forgive me or, or have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. The other one ain't have enough sense to know how you going to come to God like you pristine clean. Yes, you know? sir. Hey, you know, this your boy right here. You know me. Fast <laughs> you know twice me. a week. You know my name. You know my name. You know my name. <laughs> you know, I, don't like... know why this, I don't know why this dude right here, but I'm glad you, man, I'm glad you ain't made me like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, come on, man. Like he come texting on, the Lord this time. Right. Like, like you got on speed dial, man. Come on, man. But this is how we think, you know. People think because I know what day the Sabbath day is. And I, I, I come to the Sabbath day class every week. You think you think you got you got you got a uh you you got it made mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but you but man you ain't you ain't got no humility because mm -hmm. you actually think that that's that's special mm -hmm. when the pro the prophets the prophets gave up you know neglected their families uh got stoned in prison afflicted for delivering the word to people man who you know. You know what I'm saying? Who who didn't even want to hear? Who who they whole life was just speaking what thus say the Lord, man. They they was all in, and you all in. We all in on one day out of the week. 
And then on the feast days, we all in. Yeah. But then all the other times, we ain't all in. You know what I'm saying? We out here chasing, we out here chasing our own fleshly desires. But here you go, you know, you know, this your boy, you know. Holler at me. Holler at me. Holler at me, God. You know me. Come on, man. Get out of here with that. Get out of here yeah. with that, man. You're and, crazy. And, and this it's just crazy, man. But this was his mindset. And his mindset. his mindset was to condemn somebody, man, who you don't know how he living. Just because you fasting or you paying tithes or you doing all that stuff, okay, that's cool. You doing but what you supposed you, to do. That's all your reasonable you service. You doing your reasonable service. That's all you doing. That's all you doing. You know. Yeah. That's, I, it. <laughs> that's it, man. And I'm just, it, it just blows the mind to see how somebody thinks of somebody else. He he, yep. he went from being you know who he's supposed to be serving God to being a judge, like he made everything that was made. Like I hey right. I'm better than him. That that ain't what that ain't the mindset. That's the wrong approach. Right. You you so self you so self righteous in your mind that it make you hate your brother or sister, man. You know what I'm saying? It it, it you actually you actually think you so righteous that that you despise your brother or sister because you think everybody else. Is is uh, you think everybody else ain't ain't on your level? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but that but that's how it is. Trying trying to be, you think you special in your mind. You think you think you special. You think you uh, you know, you think you somebody to be uh, you know, to 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 be exalted. And really, it's the total opposite. But anyway, um, we pretty much. We pretty much covered covered a lot of a lot of scriptures. We could cover a lot more, but we've been going a little bit over an hour, and this this is where we really want to cut it off at. But uh, I want to thank Brother Hissamac and Brother Benaya, uh for coming on the podcast and uh, sharing those scriptures and uh, helping bring understanding not only to the to the listeners but to unto each other. You know, helping us grow. In, in, in the knowledge of God and in understanding His righteousness. And I want to thank the listeners for um, tuning in to the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, which is brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And we thank you and we bid you peace in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs>